Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? That's a haunting question. turn into Romans 5. If you will also, don't forget to fill out that connect card uh, and place it in the offering plates during our time of giving, which is coming up quickly. We are continuing through Romans and uh, we're at chapter 5 right now. And today we're looking at verses 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for our graduates. Thank you for this time to come to celebrate and rejoice in this faith that we have in you. Father, as we enjoy this time of singing and looking at scripture and hearing your word, Father, I pray that you will just pierce our hearts with your truth, uh, that we will continue to realize the amount of love that you have for us. Father, all the plans that you have for us, that we continue to seek after you in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You get your Bibles out, ready to go with Romans chapter 5. And I have to give you a little bit of a glimpse of the life of Randy Stacks. Um, I don't know about you, but there have been many things in my life that I've experienced and gave it a little bit of a chance and then just wanted to give up. Um, I don't know about you. I'm sure you've, you've made it all the way through, whatever you chose. But there are a few things I wanted to, I want to share everything, but a few things in my life that I thought I would enjoy and I experienced it and then I gave up, okay? First one was in kindergarten. Uh, We had to draw a picture of what we wanted to be when we grew up, okay? So I thought about it for a long time, and I came up with an ambulance driver. (laughs) Okay, I like to drive fast, so that was covered, but I didn't want to be shot at as a policeman. I didn't want to get burned like a fireman. So I'm like, it's safe. You get to cruise people around to the hospital in an ambulance, go fast, turn the lights on, all good, until I got to the blood parts. I don't do blood very good. In fact, at home, Carrie does all the pulling the teeth and, and blood stuff. I take care of all the throw up. Um, <laughs> blood, forget it. So ambulance driver's out. Um, a little bit later, I got to do Cub Scouts, which is right before Boy Scouts. I don't remember what age it was. Um, that was a blast. Uh, bike rides and hikes, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, until it came to learning the different knots, okay? All my knots turned out the same no matter how many ways they tried to show me, the square knot, the slip knot, the whatever other knots. I just wanted my knots to tie down and hold still. 
Um, so I gave that, I'm sure there are other reasons too, but I quit Cub Scouts, never made it past. Um, so knots are not for me. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. I know I get one smile down here. The next one was in high school, and we're, we have all of our graduates. It was time to kind of think about what you wanted to do in life. And I've always loved children, and I wanted to help out. Had a little bit of interest in psychology and the mind and, and different things. So I thought, you know what, I'll be a so child psychiatrist. Okay, would you have sent your children to me? Until I understood that it was a Bachelor of Science that you had to get, not a Bachelor of Arts, and science and I never got along, ever. So that was out. Um, but there are a lot of things that we experience in life. We might give it a little bit of a chance, an opportunity, but then we just bail. There's no way. I'm giving up. Um, but today, for all of us, and especially our graduates, is how important our faith is. Uh, to stand strong in our faith, to not ever let it waver. Um, you've grown up in a great environment, graduates here at church, been surrounded by Christian adults, leaders. There's been somewhat of a, of a safe situation, but then it's gonna be time to go out on your own. And many of us have gone out on our own and experienced life, um, but hold strong to your faith. Stand firm in your faith. And that's what we're gonna look at through these five verses of Romans in chapter five. And starting now, it says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Pastor talked about that last week, this peace that we have with God, this, the only peace that we, that is a true peace. Um, any other peace does not even compare. Uh, this is a peace with God. This is not only a peace with God or a peace from God, it is peace with God. Um, here's a picture of the reconciliation that we have with God through our justification through Christ Jesus and what he did on the cross. So a beautiful picture of this peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Going on in verse two. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. <clears throat> verse two is this, this picture that I need us to get of the foundation of our faith, <clears throat> the solid foundation that God has established through our justification, that it's not just, okay, accept me as your Lord and Savior, I'll see you in heaven. Um, God wants to not only receive us as his children, but then it's, he's integrated, he's part of, he is, he is our life. Um, as we continue through this life, through the many ups and downs through all the craziness, the choices to be made in the future. But here is this, this foundation that God has established. And the first part of that is access by faith into his, this grace in which we stand. Here's God's amazing grace that Christ Jesus has opened the door for us to give access to, that we now get to enter into God's grace and, and it's something that we stand on. So here's this part of this foundation that Christ is setting up, giving us access to the, to the grace of God. And I don't know about you, but I don't wanna be anywhere else but in the grace of God and surrounded by, by this grace. Uh, isn't this amazing picture? And then while standing in grace, we rejoice in the hope 
of the glory of God. This isn't just any old hope. This isn't, you know, I hope I get Chipotle for lunch. You know, it may or may not happen. I'll have to call Carrie and see what she wants. The boys, well, I've trained the boys well enough by now. But, you know, I hope I, hope I get Chipotle for lunch. That's not that kind of hope. That's a what if. I hope so. Uh, this hope from God is I know so. This is a guaranteed hope. So take me to lunch. I know I'm going to Chipotle now. Sorry, boys. Okay, I can already taste the barbacoa. Like, I am ready for lunch. It is guaranteed uh, that that's what's going on for lunch today. So here's this hope that it is a guaranteed hope. Uh, we know that this is what's coming. If you turn with me to Ephesians chapter 1, let me read to you from verse 17 and through 19. Ephesians 1, 17 through 19 says that the Lord of our, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of the hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So this is a hope, this is a guarantee uh, that we have some more of this solid foundation that Christ has set up. And take a look at this phrase, rejoice. Rejoice in hope of the glory of God. This rejoice really means to boast. It is deeper than just rejoice. We come, we had an amazing time rejoicing in the Lord this morning as we sang and as we experienced Bible study the hour before. <clears throat> but this is boast. When is the last time that we boasted in the Lord? When is the last time that we boasted in the glory of what God is doing in our life? Um, it is so much more than being within the confines of the walls of this church, rejoicing, singing together. But when we get out of these walls, past these walls, we go into our life, our Mondays, our Tuesdays, our Wednesdays. When's the last time that we boasted in the things of the Lord, that we bragged on him? Um, this, is, this is more of a, an outward, deeper feeling of God has deeply changed my life and my heart, and I need to boast about this. So this boasting in the hope of the glory of God and the glory of God, what, there is nothing greater to boast in than the glory of God. Um, and to have access to that and to be a part of this relationship with God that's not just as someone who's received him and is going to heaven, it is, it is heirs to God, the Father, joint heirs with Christ Jesus, um, that we get to, to experience the glory of God. And the phrase rejoice in the hope of the glory, of, the hope of God's glory, the word in there even, the word in is the word epi in Greek, which means on or upon. So now we have this picture of, of standing on the grace, in the midst of this grace, on the hope of God's glory. No better foundation to, than to experience life. And so here we are as Christians experiencing salvation, asking Christ Jesus to be Lord of our life. And then, it, like I said, it's not just God saying, okay, survive, keep your nose clean, 
you know, memorize some scriptures, I'll see you in heaven when you, when you die. It is, no, we have a foundation now to live through life because life's coming and life's a little crazy. And so take a look at what happens in verse three. We're about to make kind of a change and shift gears a little bit because now this boasting, this rejoicing in the hope of God's glory, now Paul is saying, wait a second, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings? Wait a second. So how is that supposed to work? We've just talked about these amazing things that God is providing to us through our justification in Christ Jesus. And now we have to do the same rejoicing and boasting in our suffering. And, and like I said, life, life is coming fast. Life is real. There's some major ups and downs. But here is this picture. Paul's saying rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And this suffering is for us to understand that, that we are going to suffer. We're going to go through some challenges in life. We're going to go through some celebrations, some rejoicing in life. We have one of our graduates, sorry, David, who's leaving for boot camp tomorrow. Um, so welcome to the real world, bro. Be praying for him and all of our graduates. Um, but, but we know that if, we've, if you've lived life for more than a few minutes, you know that there are some things coming. So here is this foundation that God has set up through Christ Jesus uh, with peace with God, with grace, and this rejoicing in the hope of God's glory that has set us up to make it through the rest of our time on earth. And so the suffering, the Greek word is thalipsis, which also means pressure. How many of you have ever felt any pressure in life at all, ever? Yeah. This pressure, this um, persecution, this anguish, the burden, the trouble. And when the body hurts, when worry paralyzes, when medicine stops working, when the heart hurts, when strength fails, when loss seems so great that we want to give up, when the pressure is so thick that we can't even breathe, we can rejoice, even boast in these sufferings because we have a hope, we have a grace. We have a God who tells us that we will not be tested beyond what we can withstand. A God who promised to work everything out for good if we love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. We have a God who said, I will be with you all the way, even to the end of time. What an amazing promise. So we've set up this foundation and now God is saying, even through the, the craziness, the sin-filled life, the, the suffering, the problems, the, the great times, every aspect, God has us covered uh, by his grace. I'm gonna read from 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, if you wanna turn there with me, or I'll just read it really well. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast, I will boast again, all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. 
For when I am weak, then I am strong. So God's got us. We're protected, we're safe, we're in his grace. And look how Paul continues uh, to look at the process of enduring. And let me continue on with, with three. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and ter- character produces hope. So here's this process of moving from, moving from our hope and our suffering into endurance. And this picture of, of hope and suffering that we have, the hope in God's glory and this, this rejoicing in, in suffering, if you merge those two together, there's strength because of what God has done in our life and what God has set this foundation for. But can you imagine those who don't know Christ Jesus, who don't have a relationship with God, who don't have this hope in God's glory? This suffering now is on its own. And they are going through this life, they are going through these challenges, these ups and downs, without uh, the foundation and this hope that God has. And I cannot imagine that. I cannot imagine going through life and all of its ups and downs and not having this foundation to stand on, to stay strong in, this, this grace and this hope and God's glory to be a part of that. Please, if there's someone in your life that doesn't have a clue, make this week an opportunity for you to share the love of Christ with them and for them to help understand that. So we have endurance and then character and then character back to hope. And this endurance is literally to remain under, to endure. I can't imagine running a marathon or, or doing these long distance runs or, or bike rides to endure that long, but even this, this, we talked about pressure before, but to endure, to stay under, uh, and have the endurance to know that God has us. If you know me at all, I love the word undergirding. Um, and here's this picture, we always talk about God being undergirding us with his strength and, and us living safely on top, but now there's this picture of us under this pressure. That undergirding is still there. God has us protected. Are, we, are the consequences going to be there? Is life going to be any easier? No. But we now have God's strength to keep us, to support us, to protect us, and keep us safe. And to be that undergirding that God provides with his strength. And then from endurance, we have character. And some of your translations will say proven character. To know that that. Something has been proven over and over and over, been tested over and over, and every single time it's passed. Uh, That is something proven. If you have a relationship with a friend that is always there, they've never let you down, that's a proven relationship of of a friend. Uh, A parent, but look at Almighty God. Look at Christ Jesus in our life. We have never been let down by him. And so this proven character that we now have the strength to not only endure, uh, but to have this proven character that God's gonna prove himself over and over to us. And grads, I I plead and beg with you to surround people in your life 
who have endured their relationship with Christ, who have seen Christ at work through every situation uh, and always come out victorious because of that. That's for all of us. I hope there is someone in your life, a godly woman or man, that you can continue to look to that has endured, uh, that has a proven character because of Christ Jesus in their life. And we go from character back to hope. Now, this is the same hope that we talked about. So did hope leave us at the beginning? And then you have to kind of work through endurance and character back to hope? No. Hope is with us the entire time. We get a glimpse of that hope when we accept Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the forgiveness of sin. What a beautiful testimony of these two young men uh, that proclaim the love of Christ in their life and have that hope now. And then we go through a time of endurance and a time of character, but we've made it through there because of the hope of God's glory. Um, and that is where we see that hope is, is there, that it is not just this one-time shot and then we have to, to live life without um, the support and foundation that Christ has set. No, we have access to God all the way through. And what a glorious picture it is of, of standing in this grace, standing in the hope of God's glory, enduring life, going through our sufferings, and then when we come out and it is time for us to spend eternity in heaven, man, to, the, the real taste, and not even just the taste, the saturation of the glory of God in heaven is going to be amazing, truly glorious. Uh, and so here is this foundation. And going on to verse five, let me read this to you. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's, who has been given to us. And put to shame, hope doesn't put to shame. Um, if hope was put to shame, this hope of the glory of God, then God wouldn't be God. If salvation failed, if God's hope and assurance failed, if his word were not true, we would be put to shame, we would be disappointed, we would be extremely lost. But God is God. Um, talk about something to boast about. We do, that this hope that we have in God does not put us to shame. And it's his love that has been poured out to us in our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Trinity alert, by the way, if you look at all of these uh, five verses, <clears throat> we have access to justification, peace with God, grace, hope, the glory of God, endurance, character, and the love of God, all because of what the Father has done through the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's all there. And that is what the, the glory of God is about, that that it is all about him. It is not about us. It is not about our salvation. We were in desperate need of a savior, um, wrecked in our sin. And God sent his son, Christ Jesus, to come to live among us, to die for our sins, to rise again to conquer sin and death so that we could be reconciled back with God, so that we could be justified, so that his glory could shine in our life because of the shed blood of Christ covering us. And I pray that you know this. I pray that you understand and have received Christ as Lord and Savior. 
If you have not, please come and talk to one of us uh, during our time of invitation. But this amazing love, um, he did this because he loves us and because of his glory. And the Holy Spirit, this picture of being poured into our life, uh, this love of God by the power of the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit permeates, saturates, floods our heart with this love. This isn't just a token. This isn't a little medal. This isn't a little plaque for you to put on your wall. God loves you. No, he has poured his love, his full love into our lives by the, through the Holy Spirit, permeated, saturated, flooded our lives with this love. If you look at the heart of a human being, it pumps blood everywhere. And this pouring out of God's love into our heart has been saturated through every area of our life. Please, graduates, please, church, let's live our life completely saturated in the love of God and understanding how adored we are, how much God loves us um, because of uh, his wanting to be and uh, he, him wanting us to be in this right relationship with him and to understand that it's not about us, that it is about his glory, and we get to be a part of that. And what an amazing picture this is, that God loves you, God loves me. No matter, it's not what we do better, it's not what we do worse, it's not anything that we can accomplish on our own. It is only by Christ Jesus, it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit that God's love can be poured into us. And as we close and in this time, I pray that we are just at least reminded of God's love for us, that we are at least reminded that we can endure anything that life throws at us because we have the solid foundation of Christ Jesus in our life. We have access to God's grace and his glory and his, this peace and what a great package these verses are for especially our grads today, but for all of us, to understand that God truly, deeply adores you and me. And what a great picture through the rest of our life with him that we can glorify, and not just glorify him, but boast in the glory of God in our life. Please pray with me, and then we will go into our time of, of invitation and a time to reflect on the words that we have heard this morning. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. Father, thank you for this amazing picture of what us justified by your son, Christ Jesus, in our faith looks like. Father, that we have the solid foundation of grace and love and peace. Father, that you have poured out your love into our hearts. Father, I pray for those who might be suffering uh, in an extreme situation today that they hold fast and realize that you are there with them. Father, I pray for those <clears throat> who are dealing with loss or dealing with situations that seem just out of control, that you hold fast and that they realize this peace and this love. Father, I thank you for this time together and I pray that your truth has been completely understood. And Father, I pray for all of us and even as we leave this place, that we will discover some people around us who desperately need a Savior and that we have a chance to share that love with them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.